Bootleg Podcasts, made for everyone, by anyone. You are listening to The Rating is Right, a game show podcast based around the movies you love and their ratings. Think The Price is Right with a lower budget, less Bruce and no prizes. Introducing your host, Ian Crow. It's the rating. 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 Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of The Rating is Right. So before I introduce my co-host, let's explain how this is going to work. Quite simply, my co-host will be guessing the ratings of a series of films, including whether they are higher or lower than the previous one. They'll be getting one point for a correct guess of higher or lower, an additional point for whoever is closest, and a whopping three points for anyone lucky enough to guess the rating bang on. The current winner will guess first each round to give the other contestant an advantage and a chance to catch up. The winner at the end of the episode will have the honour and privilege of giving a recommendation of a film that takes their fancy. Now that's sorted, let's meet my co-host. He is the current champion of the podcast. It's George Robinson. Hello. Notice I didn't go for a little witty comment there. I I, thought I'd be nice today. I I was holding out. Yeah, you've just returned back to, to work after half term. I've just had a week off. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive, you know. I don't want to be... I don't want this negative energy. I'm, I'm just waiting for Owen's comment now because I don't think you're going to keep to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have a comment for Owen, but I feel like it should probably be edited out, so I won't go for it. <laughs> um, so the, the, the other co-host is the wonderful Owen Cox. How are you today? Uh, very tired. I didn't have a very refreshing weekend because I worked Saturday and Sunday. So I feel like shit, but I'm still going to beat George. And I didn't know George is the reigning champion. What's the current score? Uh, so it's three all. Um, yeah, so he's, so he's not reigning champion then. Oh no, because I, well, I won the last. From the last, it doesn't make him champion. Yeah. That makes him the previous winner. Well, yeah, the previous. Don't give him extra winner, credit. I like champion. I'll take it. Look, I I feel like look. If you were to say, if you put it in football terms, right? So, if say Man City and Liverpool won the same amount of titles that Man City won last year, they are the current champions, but they still have the same titles. They're still the current champions, right? Does that makes sense. I think, I think that's and a shit analogy. To, no, because we're because we're tying. <laughs> because, this is my football knowledge. Because we're tying, you have to go on goal difference. Drawing, got drawing. We're not in America. Yeah, we're drawing. Whatever. Uh, we've got point difference. I've I've got more points in total uh, across all the episodes because of the Ooh, absolute stomping last week. Also I mean that was. Energy. I mean that was actually a really big win. Actually, I've got all of the um, all of the results from all of the podcasts just to remind people of the score from last uh, the, from the last episode. Uh, George was right. It was a bit of a thumping. It was eighteen points to George, six to Owen. So it's quite quite a thumping last time. But in our seventh episode, I do believe there will be a little bit of level playing fields this round. There's not, oh. You're both going to know the moves that we're going to talk about. So without further ado, let's just reveal what the actual film is. So in the seventh episode, we will be guessing the ratings of films that depict war. On the big screen. So, Ooh. World War One movies, World War Two movies, Vietnam, any movies that have been set around a war, 
which is quite a lot of movies, really. That's very um, poignant, given the, the BAFTA sweeping that All Quiet yes. Western Front has just done. Thank you, that's actually a really good point. Um, yeah, last night was the BAFTAs, and All Quiet the Western Front kind of kind of swept every single category, almost, um, and won all the big ones. So, um, and that's also a great movie. Um, so, as it stands, as we previously mentioned, George is the current champion from the last episode, so he will get to go first um so as we always start we will start with the first movie and i just want you just to guess the rating so high or low is at this point we're just establishing where the score is so the first movie on the list is probably i would say the greatest war movie of all time in saving private ryan wrong um would you well i mean i think it's definitely up there like maybe top at least top three, but I'd probably say it's probably the greatest war movie. If if it's not Owen, what do you think is the greatest war movie? If we just go through straight away, what's the greatest war movie of all time? Enemy at the Gates, starring Jude Law. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Better than Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is that the one Can with you... Rachel Weisz in it? It's got um, Jude Law. It's set during Stalingrad. It's about... It's like a sniper. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Yeah. Vasily Zaitsev. Of course, of course, you can just pull out a. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I reckon he's just making it up, George. To be honest, because we 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 have absolutely no idea. (laughs) But yet, he still struggles to be able to get his uh, microphone to work for the second episode (laughs) of the podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like George, you uh, agree with what I was saying about Saving Private Ryan being. Boy, the greatest war movie of all time. Would you agree oh, with that statement? I think so. I definitely think yeah. so. I think all round great film, regardless of war. But yeah, definitely the best war film. I think yeah. there's one that can genuinely compete with it for cinematic value, but I'm not going to name it unless it comes up in one of the later rounds. If it doesn't, I'll name it at the end when I win. Okay. I'll, I'll make it my recommendation. That's a, good, that's a good point, actually. I think we'll maybe hold off on any more opinions on other war movies, but I, I just want to get that statement out there nice and early because I feel like it is um, it's the greatest, I think, in my opinion. So, George, you are the current champion, so you get to go first with a rating of what you feel Saving Private Ryan is. What are your thoughts on the score from Metacritic for Saving Private Ryan? I think it's got to be up there. Uh, it's it's. I think it's widely, regardless of what Owen says, widely accepted as the best war film. It's the one that everybody refers to. E- any kind of like storming a beach scene in anything, everybody's like, oh yeah, like Saving Private Ryan. Um, it's kind of the, the benchmark, I think. Um, so it's definitely going to be up there. It's directed by Spielberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Fab. Uh, and obviously <laughs> two Band of Brothers kind of being produced by Spielberg oh, and so good. Tom Hanks. Um, so I think, yeah, really high up there. Quite like graphic violence to start with. So maybe not as high as it could be and as the public feel it is, I think. But I'm going to go straight in with an 85 85 so still fairly high in yeah. i think in comparison to the episode we had last of the fast and furious franchise <laughs> none of them hit the heights of 85 so we're already we're already hitting heights of this uh this week's episode um so george's gone at 85 
are in immediate thoughts on it. Do you feel like George has gone too high or hasn't got high enough? We'd have to say, if you both think it's the greatest war film of all time, surely it'd be higher than 85. I don't think George really thought his score through. No, that's what I'm saying about the... I, th- I think it's higher, but I think the yeah. gratuitous violence brought it down in the critics' eyes. you got to remember the critics, your favourite people, Owen. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my biggest criticism with this film is there's not enough Matt Damon in it. <laughs> well, that's that's actually an interest. That's actually an interesting point, actually, because at the time when they did cast Matt Damon, um, this is a little bit of trivia, a bit earlier, a bit early Ooh, for this trivia corner. Uh, a bit, a bit of trivia. But they did cast Matt Damon. Um, obviously, the role was quite small. But at the time when they did cast him, he was fairly unknown. But in that time, mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting happened, and then overnight he became like this overnight success. Everyone knew who he was because he won the Oscar for. Goodwill Hunting and was in Goodwill Hunting. So he went from being cast, not really being particularly known, to then Oscar winner Matt Damon, which explains why his role's a little bit smaller. And I always seem to forget he's actually in the movie because you see him quite late. Uh, but that is the reason why there's not enough of Matt Damon in the same program. Nice. Is that a good enough excuse for you? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, going off of the previous episode, Harpening back is the correct word. Harpening, harking, harking, hark, harking back. Uh, Vin Diesel's very <laughs> shit in this film, isn't he? He's very I, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot he's in this. In the street. Yeah, he is in this. Yeah. Oh, he's awful in it. Is he the one that hands over the bloodied letter to someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's been shot, has he ever been good in anything? Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah. He doesn't really have many lines, does he? Uh, Who does he I, I, is he Groot? It's Groot, yeah. yeah. Oh, give over. He's Guardians Iron Giant. Galaxy. I'm joking. And Iron Giant? Yeah. He's the, he's the Iron Giant? Mm. Again, mm. again, I'm clutching the straws here. Really. I'm, okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to save face with. Um, he's he's really with good characters that can't speak very good English. Yeah, is kind of his. <laughs> basically, he's good at not acting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. The per- he he was born for the role of a talking tree that only says three words. <laughs> um, that was that was, that was his destiny. Um, so, Owen, your 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 score prediction for Seven Bright Ryan. I think George has gone too low. I think if you two rate it as highly as you do, regardless of George saying about the violence, it's got to be higher than 85. I'm going with a tactical 86 just to edge him out. (laughs) (laughs) We're both right with it being high. Um, Owen is the closest, so he gets to two points. Owen gets to one. It is actually higher than what you thought is on 91. You just said Owen was the closest, so he gets the two points and Owen gets the one. Oh, sorry, George gets the one. Sorry. Look, I've got Owen on my mind. I've just spent nearly a week with him. Um, we, we got very close in that hot tub. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so sorry, my apologies. Owen was the closest. It's on 91, so Owen gets the two points. George gets the one. Um, so we're going to continue the trend of um, getting some um, some quotes from um, <laughs> letterbox reviewers for, for the films that we're going to cover. So... Same point, Ryan. One of the, the actually the top comment is kind of kind of going towards what you were kind of saying, George, but not as passionate. Um, someone said, "Absolutely lost my shit when Vin Diesel showed up." 
<laughs> I mean, I always forget he is in that. Um, <laughs> stands out there just spamming letterbox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what else have we got here? Someone said, my dad's going to be fuming when they realise I gave this film three stars. I mean, I'm fuming. Um, Ooh, three stars out of five. Some this person gave yeah three out of five. I mean that's wow. that's just yeah. Um, someone said, please believe me when I tell you this movie gave me my first grey hair. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're a bad. Person? I mean, I mean, I they didn't actually give it a rating. They just liked the film. So I'm guessing they liked the film, but I don't know their rating. I don't well, really it's know. Either, it's either like they were so stressed out by it that it made them go grey, or they were so bored that they aged. I I would say that they were so shocked by the events that they Some gave them their first grey hair. Yeah. Yeah. But they like they like the film. Um and then someone put War is bad, Tom Hanks is good. I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty good comment. Um I I yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that. Um so uh, Owen is in the lead now with oh. two to one. So Owen, you get to go first now with this next movie. So oh, yeah. We've had Saving Private Ryan with 91. The next film on the list is another Steven Spielberg World War II based movie. It's Schindler's List. Schindler's oh my God. List. Is this Roman Polanski? No, this is oh no, Steven Spielberg. Just said it. I said another Spielberg movie, Schindler's List, which was before Saving Private Ryan. So Spielberg's first war, World War II movie. Um, I'm guessing, have you boys, have you, have you watched this? No, it sounds oh. really depressing. I don't set myself oh, wow. up for misery. I wow. I do. I have to. I, I will say, it's an incredible film. It is absolutely incredible. But it is definitely on. Like, if you were to make a letterbox list of movies that are incredible, you probably only watch once. That would fall into that category. I, I, I believe not because it's like it's not great. It's because it's so good and it affects you so much that. You're just like, well, I don't think I can watch that again for another five years. <laughs> it's, yeah, go on. Was, was it a theatre production before it was a film or was it the other way around? Was it a film then made into uh, a theatre production? Because you can watch it I on do not stage, they, can't you? Have they turned it into a musical? Our stage! Our stage! I don't actually know. That's a really good, um, that's a really good question, actually. I don't know. I'm thinking of a skit I saw in the Kevin Bishop show years ago where it was like parodying um, sequels and it was called Schindler's List 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> or do, do, do you know what the film's actually about? Isn't it yeah. about a choice? It's, no, that's Sophie's choice. Um, <laughs> what was that? I just said Sophie's choice. That's the thing. <laughs> What's Sophie's that's choice about? A lady Meryl Streep. Between her two... Her two kids. She, so what's that got to do with Schindler's five. List? I don't know. Is it set in Nazi times? Maybe. But Schindler's List is a very different film about a factory owner who decides to kind of help and save his Jewish workers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. That, yeah. And it's actually a true story as well. So it's based on, on, on true events. Um, and Oscar Schindler is played by Liam Neeson. But I will just kind of mention as well, Liam Neeson's amazing in this, but um, Ray Fiennes is probably, probably his greatest performance of all time. He plays uh, like an, uh, a Nazi soldier on the camps. What's Owen laughing at? 
I don't know. I don't know if I can bring it up on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I can oh, edit no. it out. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Liam Neeson, I thought of the series of photos of him pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that made by Christmas, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh Sorry, continue. I could hold it in. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, officially lost it. <laughs> We've destroyed the host. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's going to call us up, isn't it? With like, some kind of taken, like, yeah. forever, yeah, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so it starts in Neeson. He's really, really good. But um, Ray Fiennes is, um, yeah, he's, he's um, a Nazi um, kind of soldier. Well, like kind of high, high-ranking soldier on the camp. And uh, he's just phenomenal. Is he so in everybody say hates to, Raymond? Ray Fiennes. No. Who's Ray, Ray Fiennes? Fiennes? is, he's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've combined everybody hates Chris and everybody loves Raymond. I said everybody hates Raymond. <laughs> Yeah, but he's all oh, everybody loves Raymond, but he's not in. Everybody hates Chris either. <laughs> you, Ray Fiennes. Ray, Ray Fiennes. Have, have you, have you in watched in Bruges? No. Have you seen in Bruges? He's no. You what? He's Voldemort. Ray you know who he's Voldemort. I don't like Harry Potter. I've only seen the first two. I'll, I'll show you a picture of Ray Fiennes, and you'll know who he is straight away. He's um, in the menu. Yeah, I've seen that, the I was menu. His name is very familiar. (laughs) I haven't seen Shinner's List. I've seen Sophie's Choice. (laughs) (laughs) He's that guy. Nah, don't recognise him. I know him. What? He looks a lot of Voldemort, though. It's because he is Voldemort. (laughs) It's it's weird, isn't it? (laughs) That's him. Wow, how does he look so similar to the actual character, though? Because he's in a lot of prosthetics, isn't he? Yet he still looks like himself. Have you you sucked in too much of your own hater today? (laughs) (laughs) You can tell that Owen's been working all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ray finds is not in. He, he's not in Goodfellas. He's not in. Everybody loves Raymond. He's not in. Everybody hates Chris. He is Voldemort. Um, he's been in a lot of movies for a good three decades, I'd say. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you both haven't watched the movie. Um, but Owen, you get to go first. So is Schindler's List higher or lower than? Saving Pirate Ryan on 91. Oh, it's, it's 100%. And I'm going to... This is my banker. This is the one. This is the one that can't fail. It's higher than 86%. No, because... no. Higher than 91. No, no. It's 91, Owen. Remember the rules of the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, higher than my previous score, though. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's higher... <laughs> it's higher... No. It's lower than the previous score, then. <laughs> so you think it's lower than 91? Yeah. Or do you think it's higher than 91? No. <laughs> I think it's... I'm going to say, because critics would absolutely be creaming over this film. I'm going to say... It's, it's, it has to be 90. It has to be, because this has just got Critical Darling written all over it. So you're going you lower. a film about... Unless it's offensive, how could you give this kind of film a bad review? It just makes you a bad person. So you're going lower than Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, so 90. 
<laughs> you're going 90 and lower. Okay, George, your thoughts on on it. Do you feel like Owen was on the right track with what he's saying? or I think I think he's on the right track with critics creaming over it. I don't understand <laughs> why he was like, yeah, they're going to cream over it. And then he went lower. I don't quite get that. I'm going to go higher. I, I <laughs> That's think... what I thought he was going yeah. for. <laughs> when he said that, I was out of his like, higher, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought the game. We forget how we have to play this game. <laughs> it is amazing that he has come this far. <laughs> Let's just give him props for that. Just um, let you know there is a there is a vacancy for the co-host, which uh, <laughs> Owen's contract will be shortly terminated <laughs> for lack of awareness of the game rules. Yeah. Um, so if anyone wants to take place, you're more than welcome. I'm sure we could have. <laughs> A day old chimp, and he would understand <laughs> what the rules are. So anyone is welcome. Honestly, anyone. You don't know what films are. It's fine. Just come on. <laughs> um, so Schindler's List, I think, is higher. Um, I think, as Owen said, critics would be creaming over it, and anybody that says it's a bad <laughs> film is a bad person, um, <laughs> even though I've never seen it. But yeah, I think it's got to be up there. I'm just going to go 92. I don't need to go any higher than that. Uh, too high. Yeah, there you go. Lock it in. Okay, right. Right. Locked in. So you're right. They definitely creamed over it. Um, so George, you are right for being higher. Uh, Owen, you are uh, you are wrong. They really creamed oh, over what? it. 95. 95. Ooh, wow. On Metascores. That is, so, I think that's the highest rated film we've spoken about. I think it is. I'm trying to remember what the, the rating of The Dark Knight was. And I believe I think it was that was. Oh, actually, yeah. you need to remember Fast 9. Cinematic masterpiece, definitely up in the high nineties. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. One. Oh yeah, how, how could how could I forget about that? Um, so, uh, George, you were the only one that was right, so you get the two points. Owen, you get no points. Um, I just want to point out that I I gave this film five stars in letterbox, and the other two people that I have in letterbox who have watched this movie have also given it five stars. So, uh, if that's a way of me saying watch the bloody movie. <laughs> uh, watched a bloody movie. How long um, is it? A long film. It's a long movie. It's it's over f- three hours long. Uh, oh wow. Jesus! Yeah, I'm trying to see how long it is. That it's 195 minutes. So that is a long, long movie. Um, so I believe that is yeah, it's three hours, three hours, 15 fi- minutes. Fi- three hours, fifteen. Um, so next film on the list, we're moving from World War Two to World War One, is the Sam Mendes 1917. Um, so we will go back to George, who's taking control and advantage of this round. So 1917, higher or lower than Schindler's List on 94. What a film. I love this film. Such, mm, a, mm. such a great film. I'm fairly certain it's the first World War One film that I've ever seen. I'm fairly certain it's the only World War One film I've ever seen. Owen Wonder Woman? Doing... Wonder Woman? Oh, I've seen Wonder Woman. All right. I, yeah, but I wouldn't count that as it, a it, war film. No, All but it depicts... I didn't see All Quiet on the Western Front. Still haven't seen Ooh, it. Oh, controversial. No, no. Oh, actually, I've seen... You've seen the original? No, but there was a... I've seen a TV adaptation of Journey's End, uh, which was a play, and um, I watched that in English Lit for A-Level, I think. So there War, Horse? War Horse is World War One, isn't it? I haven't seen War Horse. No, neither have I. Would really yeah, like to see go. it. Yeah. I'm always moaning that it's never on TV. And it was fine on a streaming service for about two months. I didn't watch it. 
<laughs> Just a little insights right. me there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have commitment issues, clearly. Uh, I think this is a really great film, but it's definitely not higher than Schindler's List. It's not going to beat 95. Um, I think it was kind of like a an interesting way to do it because it's it's well it's it's portrayed as a one long shot isn't it yeah yeah um which is i guess i think like birdman was maybe the the first film to do that in mainstream cinema and then uh, so well, certainly for a while yeah. certainly for a while there been kind of long one shots before and in in the past but I suppose in more recent memory, yeah, Birdman was one of those. Good yeah. time. And definitely 1917. Good time. What's good time? With Robert Pattinson. The Robert Pattinson. Ah, I haven't seen it. Really? Oh my God, George, you got to see that. Sorry. Brilliant. So, film. so good. Yeah, so really, good. <laughs> great, great film. 1917. Um, I've watched it multiple times as well. It's got, like, you can just keep watching it again and again and again. It's just so gripping. Uh, I'm going to say that it is lower, but I'm going to go 83. Yeah, 83 seems good. 83, okay. Owen, I'm guessing you've also watched this, because I feel like this is the kind of round where every film I'm going to bring up you would have watched. Um, so 1917. Actually, 1917 I still haven't watched since cinema, so it's been a while. I need to revisit that. Um, Owen, you've watched 1917? This was the film I was going to bring up at the start. That's better than Saving Brian Ryan. Oh, wow. This was oh, the okay. one. Interesting. I, yeah, I watched this at the cinema with Zuki when we'd been together for maybe three or four months. And it was a cinema in Northampton. And I said to her, there's no need to worry. We were going to watch it on like a random Tuesday. I said, it'd been out for like two weeks as well. I said, there's no need to worry. It'd be absolutely dead. There'd be no one in there. I go to the cinema all the time. Lo and behold, we get there. There was literally like four seats left in the entire cinema. <laughs> we had to sit in like the third row from the front. So I had really bad neck ache after. And the guy who sat next to me had a hot dog with about four <laughs> different condiments on it and <laughs> ate it very loudly for somewhat... It must have felt like about 30 minutes he was eating this one single hot dog. <laughs> I, have a, it, I have a really important question. Yeah. What were the four condiments? Yeah, list them, go. <laughs> I think there was ketchup, yeah. mustard, barbecue sauce and... Mayo? Mayo, it was, it was, it stunk. I don't know whether this guy is a legend or needs to be destroyed. <laughs> I, 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 I fear cinemas should be illegal. I feel like he's the kind of guy who, at some point, like he's just getting so strong, we're going to stop him. Like, in a couple of years' time, we're going to have the hot dog man yeah. just come and be like, "We can't stop this man. He has four comments on his hot dog. Who does that?" Yeah. Um, he was, so, this he was guy. so concerned with whether he could that he never stopped to think <laughs> if he should. <laughs> Do you know what? He's going to make he's going to make the jump and go with salad cream next, and that's when maybe we're truly screwed. Yeah, maybe that's what? why we're it took him thirty minutes. He just had to get through all the sauce. <laughs> also, you know, you know it's getting bad when Owen Cox is complaining that someone is taking a long time to eat food. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hamster Cheeks over it. <laughs> <laughs> I hide it all in my beard. Just, yeah, just, just, just a, uh, shed a light on some context here. Um, when Owen eats, he actually stores it in his cheeks for later. Um, <laughs> still, still, still I'm news. sure why that happens. It's fake news. <laughs> 
Let's fake get Zeke on. She she will squash that fake news statement <laughs> from you. She will say it's true. Um, but I am actually going to ask you a, a question regarding 1917 because it came out very <clears throat> soon after Dunkirk. Yeah. What would you film. say is the better of the two? Well, just answer that question because Dunkirk is not a good film. 1917 is a spectacular film it's one of the best films let alone war films of all time best for cinematography best for individual performances and best for screenwriting but harry stars <laughs> what about oh, oh no we're not going down that avenue again so <laughs> so you you believe that 1917 is a lot better than dunkirk oh yeah head and shoulders above dunkirk dunkirk pales in comparison but I feel like George is it is it better than Schindler's List? Uh, ooh, I haven't seen Schindler's List, question. so I can't comment. But review wise, I think 1917. I'm going to go. It's certainly lower. It's not going to be higher unless it will be the it will be the highest film we've ever had if it's higher. So, I mean, I'm giving you information here, George, which I shouldn't be really. So um, it's got to be lower. I'm going to say it's. I'm going to go for the lowest score so far. I'm going to say 84, even though I personally think it should be higher. But yeah, have, you forgot, so, have you forgotten that I've already had my guess this round? Yeah. Have you? He, he, yeah, he said 83. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> 10 minutes ago, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we've been on so yeah, many since, tangents since. I say, since then, we've talked about Harry Styles. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I felt like that was stopped quite abruptly. I'm still on the reasons. hot dogs. Uh, that's, like a, that's a red flag <laughs> bringing up Harry Styles. And I got triggered by the hot dog man for some reason. I don't really know <laughs> yeah. what, what I was going on there. Maybe because it's a Terminator 2 t-shirt I'm wearing. I'm just thinking of cyborgs and people taking over the, the planet. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, no tangent so George, episode. We are, oh, we are. I mean, when are we not, to be honest? We should yeah. be called the tangent is right. Um, <laughs> so, George, you've gone with 83. Owen, you've gone with 84. So, you're both right with it being lower. It's actually a little bit lower than what you would expect. Wow. It's on 78. Wow. Um, so, still, still, I mean, still high. I, I would regard anything that's kind of 76 and above a meta score is, is, is a really good score because it can be quite harsh. So when you get something like Shinners this on 94, that's like spectacular. Yeah. Um, but George, you were the closest, so you will get the additional two points. So you go uh, five, three up on Owen. Uh, so the next film, actually, Joe, before we do that, before we do that, Ooh. I haven't gone to, I've gone to Letterbox. Every, and look at some comments for nineteen seventy. Everyone's favourite segment. Um, <laughs> actually, I haven't done what you, what I was getting you guys to guess. What would be your tagline, or what do you think the tagline for 1917 is? If you thought 1916 was bad, wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's as simple as time is the enemy. Nah. Time is the enemy. And I forget that you have the likes of uh, Mark Strong, Colin Firth, Richard Madden, Andrew Scott. Um, Benedict Cucumber Patch. Ben- Benedict, exactly. <laughs> Benedict Cabbage Batch Kid. Oh, I've um, just, just thought of a good one. Um, live life a quarter mile trench at a time. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Get him a job in Hollywood. I mean, if um, I was in his competition, I'd say he deserves an extra point for that. I, George, I, I, I'm just going to bring up something, Aaron. You, you gave this film five stars on Letterboxd. Your, your girlfriend, Zuki, 
gave it four and a half stars. Oh, he's very hard to please. Believe me. So did I. So did I. I gave it four and a half stars because I thought, do you know what? It can't be on the same level as Dunkirk. But we'll move on. No, uh, no, 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 no. We had this discussion the other day. Every film is relative. You had this discussion with George. It got very heated. <laughs> it did fact. get very it did heated. Get, we had a very heated um, yeah, movie your own philosophy there. on holiday. Well, do you know what? It's, it's a great movie, but would I... Is it a, is it a perfect movie, 1917? Yes. You gave Zack Snyder's I, Justice League five stars. Oh, not this again. Yeah, because that... No, 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 no. <laughs> opened up a can of worms. Yeah. I, I, I've watched Zack Snyder's Justice League twice. I've watched 1917 once. That gives you the answer, you know? I love Zack you've Snyder. Only watched, you've watched Shinder's List once. No, I have watched it more than once, but I'm just saying it, it, it would fall into that category of films you probably would only watch once. But do you know, do you know what, what you are? I, just, I watch just, it more than once. You're, you're a fucking gobshite is what you are. You're just, I'm chatting, you're just chatting shit, hypocritical. Just, <laughs> no. You're a good host. Uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm going to go straight into the letterbox comments because I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like the, the Dunkirk and 1917 rivalry continues in the letterbox comments. Uh, one of the top comments says, wait, where was Harry Styles? <laughs> Again, coming back to another one, Gizmo fan, a very popular um personal left box. Would rather watch Dunkirk on an iPod Nano. Are these people for real? Well, they, she gave it two stars. And what? she got 1,834 <laughs> likes. <laughs> and this woman put, my cinematic experience was completed when my dad whispered hot priest to me when Andrew Scott... Her dad, whis- her dad whispered that to her. Yeah. My cinematic experience was completed when my dad whispered hot priest to Do we me need when to Andrew call, Scott like the police or the social services for that I part. mean <laughs> I mean Sophie are you okay <laughs> just a welfare check are you yeah. are you getting on okay um, not to get conspiratorial but you led me down the I path I mean that comment was over three years ago so whatever's happened happened now right. we Owen's can't do anything about it Owen's got a conspiracy what you got a conspiracy go on I think the cult of Harry Styles are trying to barrage this film because it compares to Dunkirk which features Harry Styles I reckon there's an agenda at play here. You think it got review bombed? For not, not review bombed, but I think there's a negative attitude around the film because it went directly up against Dunkirk. There's an agenda here. It's clear and obvious. I mean, there was about a six-month gap. I mean, those comments there pretty much compared to all of them, though. No, it didn't. The letterbox <laughs> comment said they'd rather watch Dunkirk on an iPod Nano. No. Yeah, because I'd much rather watch Dunkirk on a shitty device than watch 1917. Yeah. I bet they're a massive Harry Styles fan. There was two comments comparing them. Out of three? And that, well, I mean, out of three, I didn't, I didn't want to go two. Oh, there was only three. Oh, I thought, yeah. there, was, I thought there was more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it for the Two out of three is quite a lot. Yeah, that's quite a lot. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm a Dunkirk boy, so, you know, I'm going to find those comments. As an interesting side note, I have Andrew Scott's autograph on the back of a W uh, WH Smith receipt uh, from my days working in Stansted Airport. He came into my Smiths that I was working at uh, back when he was just Moriarty and I had no idea who he was uh, and like what his actor name was. So I just, I was just like, I know you, you're Moriarty. And so he's, and he was like, yeah, really nice guy. And I didn't have anything for him to sign because we weren't allowed to bring stuff airside. So I printed off like a big roll of receipt and got him to sign it. 
but because I didn't know who he was, he signed it as Moriarty instead of Andrew Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At first, when you said that he was signing a seat, you went W. I was like, WWE like fit. I I just thought that he had some kind of random WWE like memorabilia on you. Can you sign my rock uh, like action figure? Uh, when did you, you work can... at Stanton Airport Airside? I worked at Stanton Airport Airside for the summer. No, did you? I worked when I was at in sixth form. So what year? Like eight years ago. So 2015, 2014. Oh no, I was there 2019 for Starbucks. Ah, nah, that's that's way way after my time. I was nineteen seventeen. Boy's got his hand up. I suppose we'll we'll let him talk. Oh yeah, go on then. Owen. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to interrupt on your uh, your um, bonding over your Stansted Airport jobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did either of you meet anyone else who was famous? Because I'm sure a lot of famous people pass through airports. I met I met Dirty Den um, from EastEnders. Yeah. I met him and he was an absolute arsehole. <laughs> that surprised me. He looks the he type. Was, he was, it was like really busy and he was really arsey about a self-service machine because we just got them installed in Smith's. He was really arsey about it. And then I was like, oh, well, you can come over to the till. I'll jump on and I can serve you. And he was really huffy and puffy. And I was like, come on, man. That's just, like, that's just old people when it comes to self-service. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know what you should have done? You should have gone, daddy, chill. <laughs> when i when i was at the airport i mean i was only there for the summer it's like a summer job and i met the cheeky girls oh nice and andrew robertson the australian snooker player oh nice not a cool. you mean neil I, robertson? He, uh no yeah neil robertson sorry yeah, neil yeah. robertson um yeah he was sitting in starbucks just after the rush and i was like cleaning the tables and i was the only person who recognized him so i went up with a like a Starbucks coffee cup. I said, oh, you're right, mate. You not mind just like signing the cup? He went, oh, went, no one's recognised me here today. You're the first person to recognise me. And I was like, yeah, I follow, you know, I follow a snooker. And I said, where are you off to, mate? He was like, oh, I'm off to Glasgow. He was like, I'm doing some tournament up there. I was like, oh, cool. Hmm. Nice. And That's actually quite I, a good one. Off I, I went, toasted, toasting paninis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, again, quick recap on the score. Uh, George 5 Owen on three. So let's move on. So 1917 on 78. Uh, George, you get to go first. The next film on the list. Are you ready for sewing? Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah. It's it Dunk, Dunkirk's the next film on the list. So you even put them side by talk- side just to prove my point. <laughs> look, look, look. I, I did this a couple of weeks ago, so I can't take any credit for any kind of actions that I may have. You know, yeah. put in at You're this point pass, passing uh, the buck passing the blade I'm just passing the buck from past Ian you know I can't I can't <laughs> control anything the list is the list now it's how it is um, so this is where we can now talk about the wonderful film that is Dunkirk George because you get to go first your thoughts on Dunkirk I didn't really like it. I, I'll be honest. I thought it was a bit boring. There's, there's like Sorry, no, no. I know. I, I, I didn't say Owen to talk. I said George, <laughs> George to yeah, talk. I'm so sorry. Um, where, where's the cancel button? Where, <laughs> can, can I pop a post for two new co-hosts? <laughs> this I, is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I thought I was so excited for it. Like I was so hyped up. I was like, yeah, Christopher Nolan war film. Let's go. Uh, but. No, I just thought there were parts of it that I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is pretty interesting. But just in general, it was a little bit dull. Tom Hardy's bit was just a bit. Eh. I yeah, 
I didn't really like it. I'll be honest. I to be honest, I've I've seen it once, and I was so disappointed that I ne- I haven't been back. Um, no, I I also think the sound it. the sound design was pretty bad. Like you couldn't hear a lot of what was being said. Like Tom Hardy's lines, I, classic Tom I Hardy. You can't understand. I I will agree. I will agree with you on that point. I think that is what is the one thing about Christopher Nolan movies in general. Definitely in the last last like three or four movies, the sound has been poor. Like there's been times like in Tenet, um when I watched that, I was like, I've no idea what the fuck people are saying. Mm-hmm. Same with Dunkirk. He's got the mask on. It's very loud. You've got the planes going. Dark Knight Rises. There's times you can't really hear what Bane's saying. I have to re-record all his, all his dialogue we mentioned on a previous podcast. So I agree with that. Um, but I I adore Dunkirk. Yeah, it's because you're a, you're a Harry Styles stan. You can't, exactly. You can't trust a word but, you say. <laughs> but let's not get into that. Um, but I I, I personally pers- think it's, it's stunning. I watched it in IMAX at the cinema yeah. and it's Fully, fully shot in IMAX, and they recreated the the planes, and they put IMAX cameras on the planes. I, I imagine, incredible. I imagine in IMAX it would be it would be visually stunning. Oh. I, I can, I, I get that. Incredible. I don't think I even watched this in the cinema. You know, I think, wow. I think I'd watched it at home. So maybe that was it. Maybe I just had a limited Look, experience. This I is just... the reason why the film's so good. This made my dad go to the My dad wanted to go to the cinema. This was the first time in 25 years that he'd been to the cinema. And then he 20... saw Harry Styles and he hasn't been back since. <laughs> he hasn't been back since. No, that is true. He hasn't been back since. So it's been a while. Uh, but maybe he just thought, how can he top that? Yeah, why would I go back ever again? Exactly. You know. Uh, but I, I won't... I won't Go any further of Dunkirk. Yeah. I think it's very clear that I love the movie. So <laughs> let's get your score, George. Yeah. So is it higher? Most importantly, is it higher or lower than 1917 on 78? Oh, now, I think it is lower personally, but it's whether the critics were absolutely rimming Christopher Nolan at this point and just trying Ooh. to get that. Well, I just want to point out that both 1917 and Dunkirk in their respective years were both Best Picture nominees at the Oscars. So mm, Don't give yeah. him clues. I'm, not gi- I'm giving you a clue as well. You've not given your answer yet. I yeah, not. give them after just, he's given his score. Just saying. But I'm just, say- I'm just saying, doesn't necessarily mean it got good reviews. Yeah. Blonde, Blonde I mean, has been nominated for Best Picture this year, but that was pretty well panned. Anna de Armas has been nominated for Best but she's also been nominated for worst actress at the Razzies so mm. just because it was potentially got a best picture nominee doesn't necessarily mean it got good, yeah. good reviews true yeah it's all a corrupt backward system anyway um, it is so I think oh I've got to go out on a limb here I'm gonna I'm gonna commit and say it is lower than 78 um, okay. what, are you going, what are you going with I'm gonna go with oh, I can't go too low but I don't want Owen to edge me out he loves to edge me and I just <laughs> <laughs> can't let it happen again. I'm too pent up. <laughs> so, I feel like you two, you, you two are playing too safe at the moment. You, you oh, need no. to be start taking risks because you lot going 78, ooh, 77. Right. Is that, I'm having enough of this. I'm going to ban this soon. <laughs> you're banning it, yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm going to scratch that then. Let's take a risk. I'm going to go higher. Ooh, um, okay. I'm going higher and I'm going to go 83. Okay, so he's gone high of eight. But I want the record to stay. I'm only doing that because the host has requested it so kindly. All right, so no, I know. I, I mean, no, no, it's not my fault. Look, look, look. 
Look, I'm saying you could have gone way lower than what you were going to go with. I didn't say to go higher. I just said take a risk. You know, be brave. That this is, that is Harry Styles' agenda again. He's making you go higher just to benefit Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Owen? Are you brave? Are you a brave man? Are you a little mouse? <laughs> <laughs> I've I've written down some notes. Oh, oh wow! This is new. Is it? I I Owen. I like movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do in my letterbox reviews. Um, <laughs> this one I've loud. Ri- <laughs> I've written boring, bloated, confusing, misleading, pretentious, yawn. Uh, self-indulgent, and then I finished those points off with too much Harry Styles. <laughs> to be fair, I agree with the vast majority of those points, apart from the last one, because he wasn't really in it that much. As much as he was in it was too much. <laughs> he can't act. I That's feel like, the fact I feel like at act. the end, but at the end when they won the war, he should have then broke out Watermelon and Sugar High. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, full out concert for the boys, you know. <laughs> for the record, Ian, do you think he's a good actor? No, um, <laughs> I honestly, because I've watched other movies that he's been in, uh, and he's shocking. But in this, he well, I mean, when I found out he was in it, I was a little bit, I was, I was a bit like, well, how's that going to work? Um, but it does somehow. He just emotes. Um, he doesn't act. He doesn't really have yeah, he doesn't really have a lot to say. Yeah. And I think with someone like Christopher Nolan, I think Christopher Nolan can make me a good actor, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's his kudos to the director that is Nolan. He he can make anyone anyone good. There's not you know, in any of his movies, there's not one bad performance in any of one of his movies where you go, Jesus, that's well, a bad performance. Like who who you going with? I think since maybe Interstellar, I think he's gone off of Bit of a, I think he's he's high on his own on his own farts, to be honest. <laughs> I would agree that I de- definitely Tenet is a drop. In yeah, quality I don't think to what he can do, but I but I still stand by that. I feel like even with Tenet, the the performances are good. Well, put it this way: what are you more excited for, Oppenheimer or Barbie? Look, look I'm conflicted at this point. Um, I'm just fortunate <laughs> they come out on the same day. I could do a double bill. Um, I'm going to no comment <laughs> <laughs> because. Not to be uh, down on Oppenheimer, but to me, it doesn't seem very interesting. See, I went to see Ant-Man um, on Sunday, and I watched it in IMAX, and the Oppenheimer trailer was incredible. Like, it got me very hyped for it. I feel like it's it's not really given a lot away. No. I yeah, thought, it... felt like the trailer I saw wasn't very interesting. I the just the first thought, trailer oh. I watched was a bit eh, but the one that was in the cinema the other day, I was uh, like, okay. oh shit, actually, no, this does... This is pretty gripping. And it, yeah, and as Ian says, it doesn't give a lot away. So I, yeah. my interest is peaked. Maybe I've only seen the first trailer then. I might check the second trailer the, out I think after the first this. one was like a teaser, which came out, I think, year to the date it was coming out. So I think like July last year, 2022. And that was very much a teaser. So I think they were still filming at the time. But a new trailer does show a bit more. Well, um, it's very noted. So watch the new trailer and see what you think. And Matt Damon's in it, which I didn't realise. So, and Robert Downey Jr. and Florence Pugh. Wow, that is a cast. It's a very good cast. Uh, but Owen, like I said, Thanks are you going to are you going to follow path like George and go higher 
Or are you going to stick to your guns as I anticipate and go lower than what 1917 is? Ooh, 1917 was 78, right? Uh, 1917 was 78, yeah. Yeah, so I am paying attention. I'm going... I'm going 81. Get a medal out. 81. Which is higher, of course. so you're going higher. So you're both going higher. George, what did you go with again? I went with 83. And Owen's okay, done that so thing again where he's hemmed himself in, which I don't understand. But he's done it, so we're fine. A risk taker. Well, you are. Uh, you should take more risks more often. You're both right of it being higher. Um, it's a lot higher than what oh. you would believe. It's currently the joint highest rated in this list so far, 94. What? Oh. That's the Harry Styles stands again, pushing bloody review scores. <laughs> review bombing in a positive way. I thought 90... you said this list was 95. No, 94. Oh, damn. Yeah, 94. So, yeah, the same rating as Schindler's list. That is mad. Um, that is I was wish you to go Dunkirk, then 1917, but as I said, it's the same. I had to switch them around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 94. Ooh. So, you're both right with it being higher, but George, you are closer. So Hello. you get the additional points. So you're seven, four up. Owen, so back... you need to learn. Stop hemming yourself in. <laughs> yeah, take a, <laughs> take a consolation puff of your inhaler. <laughs> uh, All the help you can get. I was wrong with being six months apart for some reason. I forget that 1917 was 2019 and Dunkirk was 2017. So two years apart. So well, now I'd we need to that. get a poster for new hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Basically... <laughs> Replace the crew. Exactly. You know, we're all gone. <laughs> it's um, a rebrand. If, yeah. <laughs> if, you could, if you could try and think of a tagline for Dunkirk, what would your tagline be? Done better before, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to sell your movie when it's just about to come out. It's been it's done better before, but yeah, you can't watch it anyway. Well, let's just skip that part. Let's go straight into the comments because the, uh, the top comment, which has 5,000 likes, so it's got... Tom, Har- Tom Hardy, mumbles. Finn Whitehead, mumbles. Harry Styles, mumbles. Killian Murphy, mumbles and coward. Kenneth Branagh, mumbles slightly less. Mike Rylance, mumbles with an Oscar. Hans Zimmer, tick-tock, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like that with you. That's that. I like that. That was, that was good. I will backpedal and say that the score for Dunkirk is a 94 out of 100. It is a good score. So, recapping the score after that round, George 7, Owen on 4. So, George, you take the advantage going into the next round. So, Dunkirk was on 94. The next film on the list is one of my favourite movies uh, that I've watched for the first time in the last couple of years, is The Great Escape. Now, Ooh. is that higher or lower than Dunkirk on 94? Oh, God, I haven't seen this that film in years. It didn't, like... I, it, it's like it's probably one of the most classic war films of all time and when you were like war films it never even crossed my mind that it would be yeah. in this list damn yeah i mean it's i mean when you i suppose there's no like battlefields or anything like that it's it's very yeah. much if people that know what the great escape is it's film from 1963 um and it's basically the nazis have basically got the allied prisoners in a camp um and they all decide on how they can escape what is basically deemed as like an escape proof prison or camp um, whilst the remainder of the war kind of carries out until the end um, based on a true story as well so um, it's, it's, it's basically very long it's chicken run well. but not as good 
<laughs> Effectively, yeah, yeah, you've got a point. Uh, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> My God. Have you, are you joking? Run. You know Chicken Run is no, the truth of the Great Escape, right? Yeah, but at that point I hadn't seen a Great Escape. So I was like, <laughs> okay. this, is, this is a fantastic concept for a kid's movie. <laughs> now I've watched the Great Escape. Mind blown. <laughs> but yes, Great Escape. Um, yeah. So, higher or lower than, is it 94? Was that Dunkirk? Nine, 94, Dunkirk, yeah, yeah. Still cannot believe that. Um, I think... <laughs> I think it, it's, it's, it's got to be lower. I still I think it is really good. Um, and I'm not really one for watching, like, really old films. I've, I've, I've always been put off. Uh, but I, I really liked it. Um, and I only have fond memories for it. So, I think... It is lower. Uh, can't be that much lower, though. I'm going to go 85, I think. Um, still a really good film, but yeah, not not perfect. Okay, 85. Uh, Owen, I'll be disappointed if you haven't watched this. I've seen it as a child when it was on at Christmas. I believe my great nan was watching it. I remember the motorbox scene. But yeah. I'm going to be short and sweet because I've gone on a lot of tangents. I've wasted a lot of time. And this one's looking like a very <laughs> heavy edit. So <laughs> I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going certainly lower. I'm going to go 73. 73. Okay, so quite a bit lower. So you're both right with it being lower. Uh, one of you is only one out. Um, so you're very close. That was you, George. Uh, really? So 86. So still very high. Wow. So George, you were the closest. So two points for you. I mean, you're still right, but only one point. So George still is point. Uh, nine it. five up. So those close ones are working well for you, George, at the moment. Um, the the tagline for the Great Escape, I think, is actually a really good tagline. Put a fence in front of these men, and they'll climb it. Hell yeah! But don't they spend a lot of time digging a tunnel? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they won't. So they're not. They're going to go under the fences. They're going to go under the fences. Uh, but don't tell the audience that. Yeah, you know, yeah. let them think they're going to jump twenty foot in the, in, <laughs> in the air. Um, which Stephen Queen subverting expectations. Do. Exactly. Yeah. We will. We will. We'll move on. Um, on to the next one, which I feel like. Owen's going to like this one. So The Great Escape on 86, the next film on the list, so George, you take the advice, you go first, is Doctor Strangelove. Is that higher or lower? Ooh. Is this Doctor Strangelove and How I Learned to Love the Bomb or something? Yes. Yeah. That is the one, the Stanley Kubrick movie from... Hell yeah. 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 I've, I've never Sellers. seen it. Ooh. Um, yeah, never seen it, but my film studies teacher from A-Level would go on about it a lot. Too old for you, George. It's in black and white. No, there we go. Yeah, but Schindler's List is in black and white, but that's not old. You say that, though, but it's actually a year after The Great Escape. Is so it, it's... Why, is it just in black and white out of choice, then? I believe so, yeah. And uh, and the yeah. full title is Doctor Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Oh, um, there we go. I, just always call it Doctor Strange stuff. It, it's, it, I think it falls in that category of I can't name many war movies that have a comedy element to it as well, which this also definitely has. Can you name any other war movies that have a comedy element to it? Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with um, that. Drop It Thunder. Yeah, Drop It Thunder. Yeah. Is that a war film? They're, it's, well, they're making I mean, a war film, aren't they? 
Yeah. They're making a war movie, yeah. And then they actually, yeah, get, well, they're not trapped in a war, are they? But they get in conflict, don't they? So, yeah, this is the Stanley Kubrick film from 1964. Right. Um, George, you, you haven't watched this. I'm I have not. Your, your comments. Yeah. What, what do you know of Doctor Strange, though? That it's weird. <laughs> uh, well, I'm assuming it's weird. My film studies teacher was a weirdo, and it's Stanley I like Kubrick. It. And Owen likes it, so therefore I'm it's a weird. weirdo. And it definitely a, doesn't it, have Harry Styles in it because Owen likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if he was in that movie, that would be a, that would be a shock twist. I'm <laughs> yeah, um, it's like thirty years but, before his birth. <laughs> do what I I would say it's not it's not a weird it's a weird movie. It's oh. just offbeat offbeat. Okay, I would say it's it's not what you'd expect from. A movie of that time, I guess, but it's very, it's very good, very funny, um, and it's Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, fair enough. Genius. Um, I think. What was the last rating? Sorry. Uh, the last rating was eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, I'm, I'm basing this off of absolutely <clears throat> nothing, but I think it's going to be lower. <laughs> I think, given the offbeat nature and given the time that it was released. I reckon that this might have been received pretty unfavorably. So I'm going to go lower and I'm going to go all the way down to 68. Ooh, the yeah. look of Owen's face there, you can't see it, but he is disgusted. I, I've disgusted. Never seen it. I'm just going off of like feeling, I'm just feeling the, the, the zone, you know? Well, let, let's hear it from Owen because Owen is a fan of the movie. Tell us a little bit about Doctor Strange Love. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. That is probably one of the most famous movie quotes of all time. Yeah. But I it's guess on... it's that one, though, where you've heard it, but not a lot of people would be able to pin it to the movie. Yeah, this film is a masterpiece. It's I'm going to say it's my favourite Stanley Kubrick film. I like it more than The Shining. I mean, I love The Shining's probably my favourite, but Doctor Strange of his... Definitely up there. I mean, it always, always films are great, but Doctor Strange is, is, it is a masterpiece, really. Um, I've seen it a lot of times, but I haven't seen it in recent years. I watched it when I was in my early 20s. I think I've seen it... I've probably seen it in the double figures, to be honest. I really like this film. I might actually yeah. watch it during the week now you brought it up. I didn't. It's a bit of a carnival. I didn't think you'd put it in there. I didn't think you'd include it. Well... Well, George, this is what this is what I do. This is what I'm the host. Uh, I throw curve, I throw curveballs. But George, just to say on it, is actually only 95 minutes long, so just over an hour and a half. So it's actually oh, right. a really mm. short, sweet movie. So it's easily one you can cram into your evening during a week. I think I didn't consider it to be on the list of war films because of the lack of combat in it. I think that's why. But I. I but then again, would you say that um, the darkest hour? Isn't a war is that movie the because Osama bin Laden one? <laughs> no, that's the Winston Churchill one. Um, <laughs> oh, that's zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. I mean, you can have war movies that don't depict combat because not everything was, you know, about combat with the war. Is there combat um, in this list? Not. No. Not really. No. I mean, Am I throwing no, an anecdote? Really. Do you remember when we saw Stanley Kubrick's wife, but we were too scared to approach her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you we went, went to his George. Uh, we went, old we went, Yeah, we went to um, his property, didn't we? In, um, was it St Albans or was it? You know, it's in Hertfordshire, wasn't it? Somewhere we went to yeah. uh, Christmas Market, didn't we? Um, and 
that's where Stanley Kubrick bought the house and all the other houses and they host like markets and stuff there. And his wife is a painter mm-hmm. and she was sitting in the same room where we were, like selling her art. A um, meter I really, I literally like, and I, and I couldn't believe it was her. I really wanted to go up and be like, oh my God, you're Stanley Kubrick's wife. I was losing my, my, my shit. And Ruby was just like, go up. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm a peasant. I'm a peasant. And, and she's, say what? She, You're Stanley Kubrick. Say, yeah. I know. Yeah. I'll I tell you what, I love Stanley Kubrick. I don't I don't have much time for you, but I love Stanley. <laughs> What's your name? Um, <laughs> that's I completely forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. That's only about a year ago. Um, so old age is getting to you. It is getting Gosh. to me. I'm yeah, it is getting to me. So this is a really important time for you, um, Owen. We are over the halfway point. George has gone lower with 63, I believe. That's what you went with? No, 68. Thank you. Oh, 68. Sorry. Um, Owen, what are you going to go for? Do you think oh. it's higher or lower than The Great Escape on 86? It's lower than 86. I think it would be lower than 86, just because it's quite... I can't really put it into words, but I think it would be lower than 86. But I also think it would be higher than 68. I'm going to go with... For me personally, I would probably have it at about an 85, but I'm going to go with 70 to be tactical and to just close off any gap because I think it will be higher than 70, but not as low as George went. So I'm going 70. Smart. Okay. Right, so both of you have bottled it a little bit there. Uh, it is higher. I think you're going to be quite surprised what the score is. 97. Oh. 97, which is officially wow. the highest rated movie we've had so far. 97. Um, I, was quite, 97 I was quite surprised when I saw that, but it's revered. Like, it's loved by critics, everyone. Like, it was a massive success with the critics. Everyone loved it. Um, I'm so surprised. both wrong, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm going to go through just. I mean, the fact that we've kept Aaron quiet for a good kind of five seconds is actually um, a really, <laughs> <laughs> really impressive. Um, I'm going to go through some of the comments. Um, someone put, I mean, this is easily the best Doctor Strange movie, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Lies. And then someone put, Peter Sellers was a dilf. Um, nice. and that is now that's number one gizmo fan again and we've come across their comments quite a lot um so i, f- I feel like we'll be coming across a lot more of them in the future um so recap of the score george is still in the lead with nine owen with five so coming down to our fourth from last movie um so dr stranger on 97 next film on the list is the first movie that will be exploring the vietnam war apocalypse now Francis Ford Coppola's Apocalypse Now. Is that higher or lower than Doctor Strange Love on 97, George? Right. Is this the one <laughs> where... Because I get this, and I think, is it Platoon <laughs> mixed up uh, in my head? But this is the one with... I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Yeah, and there's also... Oh, no, is it Full Metal Jacket that I get mixed up with this? I can't remember. They're all uh, very similar. May- maybe. This is Marlon yeah. Brando. Is this, this is, the one yeah, Marlon Brando. Where he goes into like a POW camp and he, they like hack up a cow or something. I mean, that could be any POW <laughs> <laughs> movie. I feel like that happens quite a lot. Um, 
I mean, this is the one where this is the one where yeah, Marlon Brando is um, he's 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 basically gone missing. Basically, he's a a, a Barrow Colonel, um, and then uh, Martin Sheen's character basically is sent on a mission to retrieve him or 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 take take him out. Basically, he's become one with the with the country and. He's like um, lost his marbles a little he? bit. Yeah, he's lost his marbles. He's a little bit rogue, um, and yeah, the American army a bit like oh, he knows a bit too much. He's quite powerful, so we need to either locate him, take him back, or just take him out. Um, so right. it's Martin Sheen's character's journey on trying to find uh, Marlon Brando, yeah, um, which I, also I... has Robert Duvall, Lawrence Fishburne, Dennis Hopper, Harrison Ford. Hmm, amazing, amazing cast. Yeah. I mean, Lawrence Fishburne, I'm pretty certain, a bit of trivia here, that he lied how old he was at the time. And he lied to say he was about 18, 19. I think he was about 16, 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, so he was very, very young when he made this movie, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, it's 1979, so quite a number of years ago. Um, so I think George is unsure whether he's watched this movie or not. I, I'm fairly um, sure I have. Like the image in my yeah. head is that it's very dark and then it's red lit um, for like one yeah. of the final scenes in this camp. And there's like a cow getting hacked up and the guy's like sneaking around doing the business. Um, I'm fairly, <laughs> cer- I'm fairly certain I've seen it, but Ho- hopefully not doing the business of the cow. Cause that would be, <laughs> that, that'd be a completely different movie, uh, but doing the business, but just not on the cow. I made yeah, very clear. Exactly. Um, I think that this is definitely not higher. It's not going to be ninety-eight, ninety-nine, or a hundred. Um, I, again, I'm feeling like this wasn't super well received because the bit I remember was extremely graphic, and I'm assuming the rest of it was. But I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> so here we go. Um, so I'm going to go lower. Uh, I'm going to go for a cheeky 69. Oh, cheeky first one. <laughs> yeah. The episode has to be in there somewhere. Exactly. Um, Owen's shaking his head again. I do disagree very strongly. I like Apocalypse Now. I like Marlon Brando in it. I think it's a great film. I'm giving it 86 in. Oh, straight in. No fucking about. Yeah. I'm on the comeback trail. Well, you're you're both right with it being lower. Um Owen is the closest, uh, so nice. you get the two points. So take it on yourself to seven. George is on ten. It's only slightly lower. It's on ninety-four. I knew I was going to go ninety-five actually, but I thought that's ridiculous, and I've got to get points there. God, well, you know, you still would have just got your two points, but have been a little bit more impressive. The, the critics um, absolutely fucking love war films. Is what I'm. They learning. do. They do. They look like Brando as well. It's hard to come across a war movie that is poorly received, I have to be honest. Um, yeah, so this is the Francis Ford Coppola movie, the one that he did, um, obviously, you know, before this he did The Godfather, so um, on a pretty good run, and only a couple of years after that he did The Godfather Part 2. So, very, very good run of movies. Um, a few comments on Letterbox. I love the smell of Marlon Brando inventing acting through three seconds of screen time and literally obliterating every other actor in the morning. Also, <laughs> yeah. is he? Is he right? Is he actually a yeah. good actor? Yeah, he's brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's a fa- yeah. He he is a actor who was so ahead of his time in terms of what he could do and what he did. Like he would he would fit in so so well mm. with modern cinema right now. Like if he was in this 
generation of actors. But wasn't it, was what? it Superman, one of the Superman films, he just phoned it in? Oh, I mean, I, I mean, from like probably Godfather onwards, he phoned it in, to be honest. I mean, right. He, 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 would ref- he would refuse to learn his lines. He would, he like, his eating became excessive over time. Like, it was like insane, like eating habits that he had. He'd like put on so much weight. He sent um, that Native American woman up to accept his Oscar on his behalf, didn't he? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, he refused to turn up to the Oscars to accept his Oscar. Um, even to the point with The Godfather, I think that was, what, 1974, I believe? Um, he just wouldn't learn his lines. They had people holding up, like, cards. Or if he was in a scene with someone, they'd have, like, a sheet on the actor's body with the lines. He was a, he was a maverick. He was a maverick. He did things the way he wanted to do them. Um, very famously, though, in a film called The Score, I believe from 99, um, with Edward Norton. Um, he was in that with Robert De Niro towards the end of his career. Um, but it was directed by Frank Oz. Uh, you might know Frank Oz from really famous kind of like cartoon characters, puppet characters, mm. Yoda, Miss Piggy. Um, he just refused. He bullied Frank Oz so much on that movie that it got to the point where Robert De Niro had to direct all of Marlon Brando's scenes because Frank Oz and Marlon Brando just clashed oh, so much. Like Marlon Brando would turn up to set with no trousers on. He's like the Paul Gascoigne of acting. The Paul Gascoigne yeah, he's just, of acting. <laughs> that's probably like the, that's that's a, such a good comparison. Like he's just so he's he was so rogue, but he could just like turn it on. Like, if you wanted to, he could just do, like, the best performance of all time. Is he your favourite actor, in? No, I wouldn't say he's my favourite actor, but I think, like, for what he did in in the time, the generation, he was do so you, above everyone else. Do you admire his style, or do you think he needed to tone it down a bit? I think he needed a bit of a reality check. I mean, I think I think back then, Hollywood is very different. I think now, his, his, you know, his behaviour wouldn't be accepted. Bit like but, Charlotte Booth or Ed Norton in the modern day. Yeah, I, I guess so. But yeah, Charlotte Booth has had uh, a bit of um, kind of clap back on things that he's done in his in his life. But at the time, that just wasn't what happened in Hollywood in those days. So Marlon Brando got away with it. But we got some great performances out of it. So um, is he still alive? No, no, he's been dead for a good number of years now. I think he died. There's a big lad, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he died not long after the score, so I think early 2000s he died, I think. 2004. Wow, yeah. he had a long life, though. He died aged 80. Yeah, he had a good life. That's what yeah, money, I mean, he had 11 money will get you. He had 11 children. Yeah, he had a lot of children. Yeah. What the hell? A lot of children. Moving on. Marlon Brando. So just again, a quick are, recap. You are listening uh, to the Marlon Brando is right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think we're doing a war episode. <laughs> Let's just move on. George, you're on 10, Aaron, you're on 7. Um, so, uh, next move on the list is Letters from Iwo Jima. It's the one that's paired up with Flagstar Fathers. I purposely went with Less from EOG because that's my favourite one of the two. Um, I guess you two, by your reactions, you haven't watched this? Nope. Uh, no? Un- no <laughs> until very recently, I got this and <clears throat> the the 310 to Yuma <laughs> mixed Ooh, up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are two. The very, one's, one's, yeah. one's a Western. Yeah. <laughs> one's a western I thought one's a war I, movie I were like oh yeah they're both 
they're both war movies set in Japan. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then I watched 310 to Yuma the other day, and I was like, oh shit, it's a Western. <laughs> there we go. So if, if people don't know, it's directed by Clint Eastwood, part of like a, a he did two films back to back. Flags Off Arms was the first movie revolving around a group of soldiers in World War Two. Letters from Iwo Jima is basically all it's basically all Japanese um, set uh, on the beaches of Iwo Jima um, on the Japanese perspective of World War Two. And personally, for me, I, it is a really I'll, I'll say not underrated, but it's under the radar. I would say it's not one that people talk about a lot when it comes to war movies. So if you're a fan of war movies and you've watched Flags Off Arms or you haven't watched it, watch that, watch the two, let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, personally, I think Let's Me Regime was fantastic. So watch it if you can. So with your lack of knowledge, George, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Do you feel like it's higher or um, lower than Apocalypse Now on 94? I think it's lower. You've obviously given it a okay. glowing review, but you did say that it is under. Well, you said under the radar, but I feel I, like well, I think under under the radar in in like comparison to other war movies. Okay, it's so not you, one that would come to the tip of your tongue if you would say like, tell me a war movie you're going to say like Ryan. Or yeah, good. yeah. Okay, fair. Blah blah. You wouldn't necessarily say this. Right? Tell me at the gates. <laughs> <laughs> not not on the list unfortunately yeah, that, that critics classic um, I think I mean it's got to be lower and yep. I'm not going to go as low as I have been because I think I've been making mistakes and I'm scared that Owen is catching up so I'm going to go down <laughs> to the 70s and I'm going to go 75 okay right with that again a little Quiz, quizzical look is that a word quizzical look there from Owen oh, shaking his head in disagreement do you think it's really now? blowing this lead really you, blowing you this haven't lead. seen it this is the thing <laughs> I like I like George to take the lead because then he starts to like second guess everything once he's in the lead when he's behind <laughs> he's more of a risk taker but earlier on he took he took that risk when we were a bit more even I feel like he's just he starts to crack I haven't seen it in fact I've never even heard of it but to me, this sounds like the kind of film that critics would be just waxing lyrical about. <laughs> and I'm I'm going higher than George. What did George say? What was your score? I know it was in the 70s. 75, I think. I said... 75. That's a terrible score. Terrible score. I'm going, I'm saying this is in at least the 80s, but I'm going to go 79 just to leave a little bit of a gap. So I'm going lower. I'm going 79. Give me those two points, Ian. I feel like I feel like Owen. Owen is really making the most of his his uh, advantage of going second here, and it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's spitting facts there about George Bottner. <laughs> um, you you are um, you are both right with being lower. Owen is the closest. <sighs> he gets the two points. It makes it interesting now. Um, <sighs> just to let you know, the, the, the score of the actual film uh, higher than what you thought. Owen, what you are right is in the eighties, eighty nine. Really Ooh, oh, damn. Um, movie. Um, I may be one of those critics at the time. If I was old enough to be reviewing movies when that came out, I wasn't. But I gave it a good glow review. Um, <laughs> recap of the scores as we go into the penultimate round. George, 11. Owen, 9. Oh, Two behind. This is super close. So let's shake things. 
let's shake things up, boys. When I said, has there been many movies depicted around war which has an element of comedy in it? None of you mentioned this movie. Jojo Rabbit. Oh. A very recent movie. Jojo Rabbit. Now, George, you are... You still have the advantage. Just. Well, disadvantage. Well, I mean... I just yeah, I get, I get you... to talk first and Owen can edge me out, is basically what happens. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. You, we all know you love being edged out when you talk about this already. <laughs> um, you love the pressure. Yeah. Um, so, Jojo Rabbit, let's, give, let's, let's get a bit of opinion from you, George, because I, I personally really like Jojo Rabbit. I fucking love it. I yeah, think it is film. equal parts charming, harrowing, entertaining, and hilarious. In my head, though, there is a little niggling bit that is saying critics weren't as happy as audiences and I can't shake that thing. And Owen's reaction is just making me want to reach through the screen and fucking him. But <laughs> yeah, again, he guessed himself. <laughs> so Owen is absolutely loving this. He, he is, is loving every second. Owen, oh. uh, right, I'm, I'm still explaining. Owen is literally arms back behind his head. Like, he's <laughs> loving life. George is like fists going like white from like stressing so much. He's, he's ready. Yeah, I can feel the tension, George. But you've, got, you've got to go. You, you've got to go first. I do. You're in the lead. I should. I yeah. You need to chillax. I miss. I miss the Fast <laughs> and Furious franchise because I fucking owned that. That was that was my wheelhouse. That was my expertise. I've never seen any of them. <laughs> I know. To be yeah. fair, if I beat you at that, I think you should have just retired. To be honest, so um, so it went the way we anticipated. Yeah. So I think, for me personally, up into the nineties. Great, great film. Critically, I think it wasn't that well received. So I'm going down into the 80s. I'm shut up, Owen. <laughs> don't you? Don't stop getting in my head. <laughs> I'm going to say that it is 84. 84. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go lower, but 84. Okay. Big, big opportunity here for you, Owen. The penultimate round. What are you, what, what are your thoughts actually on? Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it. Zuki went to the cinema with her friends to see it without me, and then she's never wanted to watch it with me because she's already seen it. So we've never got around to actually watching it. Oh. <laughs> so, so why are you pulling all these faces for? Because that's just part of the game. I'm playing the game and trying to throw you <laughs> off and confuse you. Such a bastard. He he's literally prime Jose Mourinho at the moment, and you're acting <laughs> like Arsene Wenger in the Emirates years. Like, just he just can't handle it. He's just falling apart. I love Wenger. I'm an Arsenal fan, but like Owen's got the mind games going right now. He's in a very good position. Um, George is a specialist yeah, in failure. <laughs> I got that reference. So I was. Oh wow! Look at look at the football reference. Only because you, you made that reference on like the first episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh right, okay, right. So Owen, you you do you don't know obviously anything about the film, but I know it's Taiko Wahiti. What a, what a weird way to pronounce his name. <laughs> how how do you say it? A lot for Ragnarok. You did that right. Taika Waititi. I like what we do in the shadows. The film I haven't seen the mm. TV show, but the film is really oh. good. Uh, yeah, Werewolves, not swearwolves. Reese Darby, one of my favourite <laughs> quotes of all time. Well, his, his earlier stuff, um, the boys, really good as well. That's one of his earlier films. Um, so he's always been pretty good. 
just not I like the um four movie. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Flight of the Concord, so I like the New Zealand comedy scene. There's like the the, the mm. foursome, isn't there? There's Jermaine Clement, Brett, whatever his last name is, um, Reese Darby and Tahiko Wahii. <laughs> 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 Um, what, what did you give it, George? 84? I gave it 84. I think, I think I you've gone too it. high. Oh, I don't. No, because I wanted That's... to go lower and you made me go higher. You're, a, <laughs> you're, a, you're an absolute ass. <laughs> I'm not going to go within a point because I feel like that's just like taking the piss. I think it's below 82, but I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk George being closer. I think it's in the 70s, to be honest. Okay. I think it's in the seventies, but I'm going eighty-two. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> so, just to remind the audience, George, what did you go with? I went with eighty-four. Okay, right. So you're both right with being lower. Um, Owen is the closest. No, um, my job. So George, oh, is it every George, time? George is on twelve. Owen is on eleven. What was one the, what point was the rating? You're going to be shot 58. I told you they didn't like it. I knew I should have gone. Whoa! Stop being a bottle job! Oh, God. Second guessed himself. I hate you, Owen, so much. Like, your ability to get inside my brain with your weaselly little face. (laughs) You did it yourself. I think it's just perception. Yeah, I can tell you have what, a mirror I'll... in front of me and it'd be the same thing. <laughs> this makes for a very interesting last round. We're oh, in very, it's, it's very Christmas. interesting it's the territory. Christmas episode all over again. It is. I was about to say, it's the Christmas episode all over again. This is You're... 2005 Istanbul all over again. What a comeback. This, this is a great comeback, to be fair. Oh, it's been very consistent. Um, and I feel like you're both in no man's land at the moment. Yeah. Little little war reference there. No. 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 Uh, no yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't actually been talking about anything from Letterbox, so let's let the room cool for a little bit. <laughs> and let's just look at some uh, comments on Jojo Rabbit on Letterbox. Um, sorry, Tarantino. Tyker's the only director that can give me chills by filming a woman's feet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I only ever watched the film, but when you watch it, you'll know yeah. what that means. Um, you and your friends may have heard of the rumour that Hitler only has one ball. This is nonsense. He has four. Um, probably one of my favourite quotes and comments from the movie uh, but we won't stay on it too long I feel like we've had a little time to chill out and, and call um, let's move on to the last round George you are still going first as you are the leader 12 <laughs> I don't, I don't 11. want to go first anything can happen so Jojo Rabbit on 58 the next or last film on the list is something we've, we have just talked about fairly recently The Darkest Hour the World War 2 Gary Oldman movie on Winston Churchill Directed by Joe Wright. Um, Gary Oldman won his first Oscar for The Darkest Hour, which was overdue. Um, it's really going to make George overthink it. To oh. George. Um, first of all, have you watched the film? I have not. Okay. <sighs> Hasn't watched it. No. Has not I've seen. I've seen a lot of... Strike, strike one. I know. I've seen a lot of um, <laughs> Gary Oldman interviews, though, about him playing Winston Churchill. Mm. Does he just... <laughs> Tend to be an old racist man. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to bring up that Winston Churchill is definitely a um, he's a war hero, but there is a lot of bad stuff <laughs> yeah. about Winston Churchill that a lot of people don't seem to realise. No, um, exactly. But let's not talk politics. Yeah. Here. The thing is, like... the, 
<laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it it's quite easy to shadow that kind of character because we all know an old racist man, all of our dads. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that one uncle as well, isn't there? Wait, hang There's on. There's always hang the on, one. Hang on, hang on. Owen, you don't know your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming. <laughs> George is so desperate, he's now going with, you don't know your dad. <laughs> I'm really trying to do something to climb above. D- derail Owen, just make him cry. He's trying to destroy the, the background. I'm, I'm sorry, Owen. that is not the moral. It's like, what? It's like, you may have won this, but I have a dad, so. <laughs> low, low hanging fruit. <laughs> oh, your dad isn't right. around to. To appreciate your achievements, Owen. <laughs> I've just realised if I so obviously it's going to be higher than Jojo Rabbit on fifty whatever that was on. You don't know that. You don't know that. But so fifty-eight. So basically, there's two outcomes here, which is either I'm closest and I win, or Owen's closest and we tie. So really, yeah, tiebreaker. I mean, then we do enemy of the game. Easy. I'll do a sudden death. Like we yeah, we do a sudden death. Yeah. So I'm feeling a bit more confident, realizing one that revelation, and two that Owen doesn't have a dad. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's my daddy. <laughs> I think that we're, know it. we're jumping up into eighties, and I'm going to go eighty-one. I haven't watched the film. Some people probably think it's great. Others probably think it's dead boring. So 81. So, Owen, you've got a great opportunity here. Um, You could win it if you get it spot on. But yeah, if you get closest to the score and also get it right, like George has, it will go to sudden death. If George is closest, you will win. I'm not Um, playing George's games. I've I've had my my score preloaded since the moment you released the film. Okay, 84. Let's, 84. Oh. So you've got 84. And George, what did you go with? I went with 81, I think. You have 81. So you're both right with it being higher. So let's just update the scores of mine because I know who's won. Oh, so somebody's won. So that must be me, right? Somebody has won. The score for Darkest Hour is 75. Which oh, means oh, oh yeah. Owen, 12. And George takes the round. Oh, and bottle the episode bottle job cut. Undeserving winner. Points. <laughs> I do. So I, there was only one point in it at the end. I won the hearts and minds. I I do think that I, <laughs> I stooped low, and I'm not proud of myself. But it accomplished the mission, so we're good. Well, that so that that, so that, ma- that makes the official scores. That um, I mean, did have the lead. George has come back from three two down to go four. Three up. Oh, riding seven high. episodes. So George is in the lead. Um, Owen, I'd say that was a magnificent fight there. Uh, overall thoughts on, on your last minute um, defeat there? I feel like I won the moral victory. I've won the hearts and minds <laughs> of, the, of the listener. Yeah. I, feel like I would nobody, say... Nobody was rooting for George there. They were all cheering for me. <laughs> I, I, and that I, for me is a victory within itself. If if Man, if Man City to win the lead this season, you're like the Arsenal. Just slightly behind, but everyone wants Arsenal to win. But Man City are just unfortunately have won it again. Um, mm. So George, you have won. Your your initial thoughts, you've gone the lead. You've been yeah. behind for the last few episodes. I mean, it's the first time you've been in the lead this year. Yeah, I, th- I think 
I've had so much caffeine since coming home from work that I'm, I'm buzzing <laughs> off my tits. And I think that has, has both helped me and also made me a nervous wreck. Uh, <laughs> it also made me say some questionable things <laughs> about Owen's lineage. But I, um, I'm just happy that we got the result we got. You know, drop a couple of nukes. Everything works out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Well, I think that's a perfect way to to finish it. Uh, I just want to thank George Robinson and Owen Cox, my two co-hosts. What's about uh, my recommendation? For... Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm so not used to you winning. George. I'm so used to going to oh, Owen and Beckham in a TV show. If he says any of the gates, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> your your recommendation for for us but also the listeners what's your recommendation for this episode my recommendation is for the first time a current film um ant-man uh and the wasp quantumania so good oh. uh i went to see it in imac don't groan owen you didn't if this was me it would be a better recommendation than <laughs> <laughs> um, but i think if you're gonna go see it go watch it in imax and 3d if you can just because the this it really gives an amazing like sense of scale for like when they're super miniature and when they're massive um it was really enjoyable not as good as i was hoping it to be but definitely worth the watch so well Thank you for that, George. You can certainly tell that he's been paid off by <laughs> Um So, George, congratulations on winning the episode. Um, his recommendations at Man and the Wasp Quantumator, which is in cinemas right now. Um, so, thank you all again for, for listening. Um, please be sure to download, follow us uh, on our socials. Um, we hope to hear from you again soon. Goodbye. Bye. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>